So today's Old Testament reading is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 1 to 5. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you that have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labour for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me, listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I have made him a witness to peoples, a leader and a commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God. Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Thanks be to God for these words. Amen. Our Gospel reading for today is taken from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds and all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, 12 baskets full. And those who ate were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. May God help us to understand something of his word from that reading. Amen. May I forever speak in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our story for today is one of the most familiar passages in the whole of the Bible. The miraculous picnic that Jesus has in a lonely and deserted place. 5,000 men are fed. Apparently, we're not to worry so much about the women and children who might have been fed as well. It's a story so familiar from our Sunday school days. We love the little boy with the five loaves and the two fish, giving all that he has, even though no little boy is present in Matthew's version of the story. We love the fact that there are 12 baskets of food left over at the end. That we fail to ask, well, where did the baskets come from? Why did the disciples remember the baskets and forget the food? We focus on the seemingly miraculous, that we fail to see so much else of what is going on around. Now, some of the fault of that lies with the nature of the lectionary itself, the way it merely offers us bite-sized chunks of text to reflect upon. 
And one of the classic examples is actually in our reading for today with our very first verse from chapter 14. Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. Well, what did Jesus hear? Why does he want to be alone? To understand the story in all of its fullness, we need to know what else has just happened. We need the bigger picture. You see, the story isn't about one meal, it's about two. In the first part of chapter 14, a massive banquet takes place. And Jesus isn't even involved in it. Those first 12 verses of chapter 14 detail the events of a birthday party held at the palace of King Herod. It's Herod's birthday. And Herod decides that he's going to celebrate his birthday in the way that despots and tyrants do with a rather gruesome affair. Not in the acceptable manner of a birthday where you have jelly, ice cream, a cake with candles and a nice party bag to go home with at the end. Instead, Herod decides that the way to celebrate a birthday is to go and chop the head off of John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin. He was fed up with all the criticisms that John had offered to him and his family. The contrast is stark. On the one hand, in the first few verses, we have a meal involving the powerful and the corrupt, and it's shrouded in intrigue and murder. Later on in that chapter, the rest of the verses, we have a meal that Jesus offers to those who are desperate, the wretched ones, as the Greek would have them translated as. Jesus' meal is full of life. Herod's is full of death. Jesus leaves the town, we're not sure why. Maybe he needs that time to grieve for the loss of his family member. Maybe he recognises that he is in danger from Herod as well, and that it's best maybe to get away until things have calmed down. So he crosses the lake in a boat. But how must he have felt when he gets to the other side, steps out onto the shore and realises that he hasn't got away from anything at all? The crowds have followed. They are in need and they are desperate. Jesus would have had every right to be annoyed and to have sent them away, but instead he feels compassion. He's compelled, he's moved to respond to their need. So he spends several hours in healing. The level of need is so great that he cannot stop. And eventually everyone turns around and realises that it is late and everyone's getting hungry. Jesus has been doing his ministry and now it's time for the disciples to do theirs. So he tells them, you give them something to eat. And yet the disciples can't. There's been a bit of a cock up on the catering front after all. The disciples have just one task and they haven't managed to succeed in it. All that can be found are five loaves and two fish. The crowd are made to sit down. The food is blessed and the bread is distributed to the disciples for them to share. Food is shared until all are satisfied. There is abundance. The Eucharistic, the communion character of this feast is evident throughout. Jesus took, blessed, broke and gave. 
He only gave the loaves, not the fish, to the disciples for distribution. It's interesting if you parallel the account of the feeding of the 5,000 with the account that Matthew gives later in chapter 26 of the Lord's Supper. I count six similarities in the account, and there could actually be more. Where the bruised and lonely dwell, Christ is there in their midst, offering healing and sustenance. Christ commands his disciples, you too need to respond with compassion to those in need. You feed them. We have a tale of two dinners, one a birthday party and the other a picnic. One is a place of death, a dinner party resourced by starving the populace around them through corruption and greed. And the other dinner, the picnic, is resourced by small means, given generously, which are then blessed and sanctified and express God's abundant, generous, healing love. The people were starving and the body of Christ responded. Over the past decade, we have seen numbers accessing food banks increasing this country from 40,898 food parcels distributed by the Trussell Trust in 2009 to 1.6 million last year, owing largely to benefit sanctions and the ranking competence in the handling of the universal credit system. And then to compound that, the temporary crisis caused by this pandemic has seen a massive surge in demand for food banks up and down our country. And our local food bank here in Canterbury is at breaking point. The Trussell Trust and the churches have responded to the food crisis of our nation over the past decade. We have listened as Christ has asked of, of those who would follow him, you feed them. Whilst others in our society have become more mean-spirited and the new commandment of our age that greed is good still cries out from Westminster and beyond, the church has chosen and must continue to choose to be part of the picnic and not the birthday party. We might be like Jesus, tired, exhausted and grieving, but there is huge need around us. How are we to respond? Jesus commands his followers, they need not go away, you, you give them something to eat. How do we respond to Christ's command? Go and offer them something to eat. Next time you're in the supermarket, buy a few extra things, put them in the food bin for the Trussell Trust, or one of the other excellent charities supporting those who are hungry and struggling during these difficult times. Go. Give them something to eat. Amen.